You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Are you ready to blab with me? Grab a front row seat as I adventure through motherhood, build my career, and not lose my shit. This podcast is a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, keep it real, and learn some new business tips and tricks while inspiring each other to do the dang thing. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, mama. You found us. It might not always be pretty, but you can count on one thing. We are in this hot mess together. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. We are halfway through June. What is even happening? I feel like May went by so fast, like the blink of an eye. June is going by just as fast. I spent like all last week thinking we were several days before what the date actually was. And so when I saw the date today, I was like, wait, what happened? I'm I'm missing like a lot of time. What's going on? How are we halfway through June? So that, <laughs> that's fun and exciting. I'm excited for Father's Day this weekend. We are just going to keep things like kind of low key and hang around the house, just the three of us, which, you know, we don't have a lot of time as a family of three anymore. So it's going to be fun just to kind of, you know, spoil my husband and keep things low key. He actually wants to barbecue for Father's Day, which means I don't have to cook for him, which is always a a win for me. Um, And we're probably going to go to breakfast um, or brunch one of the days that weekend too, just to kind of get out of the house and maybe go on a little hike. So we've got a fun weekend planned for Father's Day. So hopefully the weather's nice. I hope that everybody who is celebrating Father's Day this weekend has a great time. And maybe you don't have to cook either (laughs) if you don't want to. Um, But yeah, that's that is exciting. I can't believe that we are halfway through June. I'm like looking at my calendar right now like, okay, how many weeks until baby? I think we have maybe five weeks at this point until baby's here. Um, So yeah, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I'm going to jump into my highs and lows and then we're going to get into the episode for today because I am in like a little bit of a rambly mood. If you can't tell, my pregnancy brain is kind of all over the place and I'm just like sitting here in shock of the date, which I don't want to just spend the whole first part of the episode talking about that. So we're just going to go ahead and jump into it. This pregnancy brain has got me everywhere. Okay, so my high for the week, um, and this actually was a couple weeks ago, but it's still going well, is my daughter started a new preschool. And I think I talked about it on the podcast here that she, um, her preschool that she was going to like unexpectedly was closing a month early and then closing for the summer, obviously, and then not opening next year. And so she should have been in preschool until end of June, but she ended up being done the last week of May. And I was really counting on that preschool time, you know, just to kind of like get everything ready for maternity leave and have that alone time while she was at school and just, you know, nest and all of that. Plus she loves it. And so, you know, I didn't want to rip that away from her when everything is about to change in her life. So I was searching everywhere to find her a new preschool. We found her a new preschool for the fall um, quite a while ago. So that was fine. But for June and for summer, I was, you know, stressing out about what we were going to do. We ended up finding the most amazing preschool. I'm so excited about it's actually an outdoor play school. So everything is hundred percent outdoors and they have, they have an indoor area and they go in there. Like if it's raining, maybe for like an hour a day, but they still spend the whole day outside 
um, even if it's raining, even if it's cold. And they just have like so many amazing things for the kids to play with. It's just this total kid paradise. I can't, it's just like a free for all with arts and crafts everywhere and mud and dirt. And in the summer, there's going to be like sprinklers and a little pool. It's just like, if you could imagine the most incredible place to go as a kid, (laughs) this is what this place is. And we actually were able to get her a spot So she was able to start at the beginning of this month, and she'll be able to go there through the whole uh, summer, which is just so incredible because she loves it so much. And she comes home every day. Well, she goes two times a week, but she comes home every day those two times a week and is just like so tired and had so much fun and just was outside all day just being a kid. And it's going to be really great for her when the baby's here to, you know, to continue to have this place to go to be with other kids and get energy out. And I love that it's outside because that means less germ spreading, which, you know, I am all about. So <laughs> I'm so excited we found it. Unfortunately, they can't get us in for the fall, um, but we did find another preschool for fall that we really like. So it all worked out. It all worked out. And I'm so excited. My low for the week And I think I mentioned this last week or the week before on the podcast. I am, I still am getting over this stupid cold. I have had this cold for at least two weeks now, maybe, maybe three. I don't know. Time, obviously, as you heard at the beginning, time is not really making sense to me these days, but I, you can still kind of hear it in my throat. Like I lost my voice for like almost a whole week, but you know, I'm feeling fine. I just have like that residual, like annoying leftover of a cold and I just want it to go away. I want to enjoy the last few weeks of my pregnancy, only dealing with pregnancy symptoms, not dealing with cold symptoms and pregnancy symptoms, because that is very frustrating and just like a lot, a lot to handle. Um, so, you know, I'm doing as much as I can, like I can't take a ton of medicine and all that, but I'm getting over it slowly, but surely. And I'm just like, please, just go away cold. I just want to feel better. And it's slowly going away. So that's my low. Not too bad. Things have been going pretty good. We are almost 100% done with the nursery. I have been in full-blown nesting mode. And so we're getting super excited for baby to come. Just a little reminder that we only have a few more episodes left for the Boss Ladies and Babies podcast before we go on break until October. So I am really excited about these last few episodes and I can't wait for you to hear today's episode. So we're going to get into it. The guest for today is a fellow Megan, and she is not only mom to two beautiful babies under three, she is a wife and the owner of the Mompreneur Guide. She is a podcast host and a minimal business strategist, and she's on a mission to help mom entrepreneurs simplify their business so they can be more present and more productive. And who doesn't want and need that? Who does not want to simplify their business so that they can be more present and productive? She has so many great gems that she drops on this podcast today. So you might want to grab a pen and a paper and get ready to take some notes because she will help you change the way you run your business and your life. And I know you're going to love her just as much as I do. So we're going to take a quick break and then please help me welcome to the show, Megan. Have you heard the news? I'm having a baby. That's right. In just a few short weeks, we will be growing our boss ladies and babies family by two more little tiny feet. 
I cannot wait to welcome our baby boy to the world. And with that being said, I am going to be stepping away from the podcast for a little bit of time to really spend some quality time with my new little man. The last episode for the Boss Ladies and Babies podcast is going to come out on June 30th, but don't worry, we will be back in October just in time to celebrate our four-year anniversary. Can you believe it's almost been four years? How crazy. Now, if you are going to miss us so much during these next few months, be sure to check out almost four full seasons worth of episodes. Tons of amazing interviews with amazing boss ladies, some great business tips on our business blabs, and lots of laughs, especially if you go back and listen from season one. So we will still be here for you, but we won't have any fresh content until October. In the meantime, make sure that you're part of the Boss Ladies and Babies email list so that you can stay in touch with me and what's happening as I transition once again into new motherhood. Follow along on social media at Boss Ladies and Babies. And if you're really looking for some additional support and connection, join Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters where I will still be keeping in touch with the community and supporting everybody as much as I can while I go through this new adventure. See you around, and you'll hear me back here in October. It's time for this week's Boss Lady Business Spotlight. Meet Miranda Meow Maid. Miranda Meow Maid is owned by Miranda Koofs, a former elementary and special education teacher who currently shoulders several titles, mom, military spouse, and small business owner. Miranda is a designer, maker, and paint party teacher. She only sells items that she has designed from scratch, working with vinyl, wood, acrylic, and more. She loves helping customers bring their ideas to fruition and is always open for commissions. She's passionate about facilitating paint parties as it combines her love of art and teaching. She teaches private paint parties for five to 10 people and can bring the whole experience to you. Did I mention she likes cats? Mention Boss Ladies and Babies when booking a private paint party and Miranda will waive the $20 booking and travel fee. That's Miranda Meow Made. Mamas, are you searching for your community? Are you still searching for your village? I was feeling the same thing when I became a mom and decided that I wanted to continue to be an entrepreneur. So I felt called to change this and created my own safe space for boss ladies with babies. And I don't just mean infants. Our children will always be our babies. That is a place full of support, resources, and community to help each other break the mold, create a new culture, and make our biggest dreams come true all while being the mama that we've always dreamed of. Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters was created for you. This is a community where you can come as you are, share your goals, share your dreams, share the highs and lows of business and motherhood and everything in between, and be fully supported by a community of women who understand you and what you're going through. Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters is full of education, support, accountability, inspiration, and most of all, connection with other women. Check out the link in the show notes to become a member of Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters today. Your village is waiting. Megan, hi, and welcome to the Boss Ladies and Babies podcast. I'm so excited you're here today. 
Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. So we originally connected, I think on Instagram because we were name twins and we had a lot of mutual connections and a pretty similar message in our businesses. And then ever since I've just been obsessed with following you and how you're helping other moms. And I know that the people listening today are going to be just as obsessed with you. So please tell us more about who you are, what you do, what makes you a boss lady. Let's get to know you a bit. Yes. Well, the feeling is mutual and (laughs) yeah. So like you mentioned, I am Megan too, and I'm the owner of the mompreneur guide. And so I am all about helping mompreneurs be present and productive and really helping them connect more with themselves so they could be the best, best mompreneur they could be. Because I truly believe when it comes to our kids and our family, it's not what's taught. It's what's caught. Mm. I like to help them better connect with other mompreneurs like we do, because that's the key. You know, when we link each other's arms, that's how we can raise each other up and really expand and grow our businesses. And then how can we better connect with our community so that we could become a recognized resource in our space? Because we all have purpose and perspective and we want to get out there and share it. And so my journey is started. I think it's going to be a story that's very common for our kids to share, not so common for our generation. I'm actually a third generation mompreneur. And I was just raised in this family that was saying all the time, do what you love and the money will come. And so at 18, everybody told me I was really good with fashion. So I started my first business. Then I started a fashion blog and quickly turned that into one-on-one styling services. I had a mobile boutique. I did all of these things. And at that time, my real thought with it was I saw my mom being present and productive. She was there to pick me up from school, take me to volleyball games, do all the things. But she also was following her dreams and passions. And I was like, I like that idea. And I've got a nice long runway between now and when I plan on having kids. So I'll be super productive right now. And then I could be very present. And all of us mompreneurs can laugh because that's just not exactly how we want our mompreneur life to work. And right. Right. How it works in general. <laughs> so that was really the catalyst of starting my business. And I did that personal styling business for over 10 years. And again, I wanted to be present and productive. But when we were pregnant with our daughter, our second and final child, the day we found out we were pregnant was the day that COVID hit my my personal styling business. Everybody was super sweet, but nobody was going into the office or or going on TV or anything like that. So you didn't need to get dressed. Right. And it timed out perfectly with first trimester and being nauseous and everything. So, so that worked out well. And it was just at that point that I started to really think inward of, is this how I want my kids to talk about what I do? When people ask, what does your mom do? Is this the answer? And is this really what I like to do? And so that was the catalyst that started this whisper of I'm meant to do more. I'm meant to do something different. It was a long journey to get here, but finally uncovering like mompreneurship was really the core of what I loved. My major in college was entrepreneurship. I worked at startups like Poshmark before they were as big as they are today. And so I've really had a passion for that my whole life of how can we do both? How can we be present and productive? And since my time in the new business, I've tried a multitude of things in a multitude of different ways to help mompreneurs. Um, But right now the focus has really been on authority building. I've grown my audience a lot quicker this time around than the first time. And people have now known me in this space as a recognized resource. So that's what I really love to help mompreneurs do is how can we do the balance? How can we do it all? But then also how can we make sure we're putting ourselves out there in the right light? Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. There's so much to unpack there that I didn't (laughs) even know about you. That is incredible. First of all, the third generation mompreneur, that is amazing. And like you said, I don't think that's like so common for us, you know, like 
I came from a stay at home mom who then, you know, had to go into the workforce and it wasn't like what she loved doing and she was working for someone else. And, you know, you don't meet many people who came from that. So that that's huge. So you obviously know what the heck you're doing and exactly (laughs) how to show people how to do this because you've been around it your whole life. That's amazing. Yeah. What I love about this gift too, is just the perspective that I can share. Cause I've been in our kids shoes. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the times I'll talk with mompreneurs and they'll be worried. You get worried of like, am I doing the right thing? I had to do this extra bit of work or I did this or that. And I'm just here to remind everybody that you are giving them the best gift possible. If entrepreneurship and mompreneurship is a fit for you and it's in total alignment, then the opportunities you are affording them is unmatched. And it's a reason why I love this so much, why I want to do the same thing for my kids. So I just always like to throw that reminder in there. Cause I do have this different perspective of, I know what your kids are going through mm-hmm. based on the work that you're doing. And so I can see it from the flip side and you're doing an amazing job by doing this. Yeah. And then also, you know, something I think is so special is as a mompreneur helping other mompreneurs. And I, I talk about this a lot too, with my own business is as I am going through this myself and then learning and evolving, it just helps give even more resources to be able to teach other women who are doing the same thing and just having, you know, these personal experiences and being, being able to take things that we're learning in our own lives and turn them into our business and how we help other people is just such an incredible feeling. It is. And also the parallels between what we're doing and then motherhood. Mm -hmm. And I see the both sides of it of, as I grow as a mom and I learn new things from my kids because they're learning and helping me grow every day, then I can also apply that back to business. And I think that's a cool symbiotic relationship. The mompreneurship offers that also, we are the only ones who understand. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And oh my gosh. So you started this new business in COVID time, right? And you were pregnant at the same time. I can't imagine like all of the feelings of your other business kind of starting to dissolve and, you know, seeing all of that hard work and everything you've worked for kind of start to fade away. And then also this beautiful passion and inspiration coming along for the new business on top of pregnancy. Like that is a lot to handle. (laughs) It was a lot. The way it timed up, it was very interesting because it was, I was going on maternity leave and I knew in my mind that I would go on maternity leave. And when I came back, I would shut down the business, but Mm -hmm. I just kind of let things keep going. And I had some plans in the back end to run it while I was gone. And so, but that's exactly what it was. It was, I came back and I was like, Hey, so it's been a great run and I've really enjoyed this, but I'm going to close shop after 10 years. And, And it was one of those situations too, where it's like, I didn't have to, mm-hmm. it was doing what I wanted it to do, but it wasn't in alignment with me anymore. Right. And so that was, it really was a have to. Um, so yeah, she was three months old and then my kids are only 18 months apart. So my son was essentially an 18 month old and I had a three month old and it was, it was just interesting because growing up with that, do what you love and the money will come. I was now at this point of, well, what do I do when I don't know what I love to do anymore? Right. And so that was my biggest obstacle more than the kids being little and everything like that was, I just don't know what in the world I'm meant to do right now. What is my mm-hmm. purpose? Mm-hmm. Which that I feel like is a really common thing for a lot of moms, especially mm-hmm. when we have really little children. And I think, you know, COVID one of the silver linings was it gave a lot of people that quiet time, even mm-hmm. though it was so scary at the beginning, especially, but it gave us that quiet time to really sit back and kind of be forced to figure out what we love. Like, okay, I'm home with my kids all the time. 
And everything else that was so important is no longer that important. And so I have the space to really focus on, or at least be forced to figure out something that I love doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just, it's such an interesting dynamic and it was cool though, that we could all recalibrate together. Cause I think Mm -hmm. that's really what a lot of it was, was like an awakening in that sense. And and how can we make sure that we're living in total alignment with our lives? And Mm -hmm. so it's cool that we can share in in that together. Although it was a crazy scary time and all of the things, there were definitely some gold that came out of it too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of really beautiful new businesses that came out of it and people doing what they really love that they wouldn't have been doing before, which I do think is really amazing. I want to get into the topic of simplifying your business to be more present, right? Because we're talking about, you know, do what you love and the money will come and we have, you know, our children, but how do we kind of find that balance to be able to be present and to be profitable? So Mm -hmm. I am interested in how you kind of discovered how you could simplify your business a little bit, especially as you transitioned into this new business. What were those kind of aha moments for you? Mm -hmm. It's interesting because really it was like what I was doing for personal styling just kind of scooted on over into the business space. As a personal stylist, I would go into people's closets, clean them out, tell them what to keep and get rid of based on their personal style. And then I would help them like, you know, mix and match and maximize what they have and and go shopping for what they need. And so I've always been minimal-ish, I've Mm -hmm. said. And that's really, as I went through this business space and seeing what people needed, that's what I started to realize is what people needed help with. It was doing all of the shoulds, doing all of the activities, instead of first focusing on what is in alignment with me and what do I even want? So there's a lot of parallels between figuring out your personal style before mm-hmm. I couldn't go in your closet and clean it out and tell her, tell you whether you should keep this floral shirt or this one. Cause I don't know if you're boho or glam, right. it's the same thing with our business and the activities we're doing. If we don't know what I call our guiding compass, which is your legacy vision, mission, and why, when you don't know those four things, it makes it really hard to make decisions that light you up and that don't drain you. Mm -hmm. And so I had to go through that myself. I had to map all that out. I had to figure out what my purpose was. And then when I did that, I could stop doing all of the things that the industry would tell you to do. Mm -hmm. And the core of what I really realized in this growth over the past year and a half now, almost, yeah, yeah, year and a half has really been connections. Like connections are our currency Mm -hmm. and it can be used in a multitude of different ways, but that's really the number one asset that you have. And when we can focus all of our attention on those connections, how we're connecting our message, how we're connecting with our community and ourselves. And when we really focus clearly on those things, that's how we can start doing less, but making a bigger impact because everything becomes crystal clear to those around us and then to ourselves. And it feels in total alignment. So that was really the first aha that I had is like, huh, I need to figure out what in the world I'm doing here. I need to only focus on that. And then what tactically does that mean? And connections was the answer. Nice. And that just, you know, I know that's a really hard thing to kind of figure out and, you know, talking about finding that focus I feel like there's so many things that are thrown at us of what we should be doing and what these people are doing and all of these different tools that we have to do to make our business blow up and all of the different platforms and, you know, just to-do list after list, after list, after list, that it can feel really, really overwhelming. And then it kind of wipes away, like why we started doing what we love. Anyway, we get, this happened to me too. Like I just got 
buried in all of these things that I felt like I had to be doing. And you, you do really start to lose your focus. And that's really scary, especially when what you're doing is what you love, because you want to hang on to that. When you Mm -hmm. teach people about finding their focus, do you get a lot of objections from people kind of similar to, you know, when people are told to find your ideal client or niche down, is is that something that happens often? Yeah. I think the conversation has changed a bit in that space where we talk more about focusing on who we're being Mm. and less about the doing. And so for a while, when it came to simplifying my business, I thought that it had to be one thing. I focused on one thing and that's where, that's where I put all my energy. And the more that I do this mindset work and work in this space, it's more about who am I being and what feels in alignment. And so now when we talk about finding our focus and we think about being this like recognized resource in our space or that Joanna Gaines of your world, when we think of people like that, who are authorities, we really then hone in on like, who are you and what lights you up? And so that seems to uh, kind of curb that scariness because Mm -hmm. sometimes when you say, well, you can only do one thing and that's it. That's really scary. Cause you're like, well, what if that's not a fit, but when we can switch the conversation and be like, okay, let's focus on who are you as a person? What do you want out of life? What's your whole vibe? What makes you uniquely you just like, again, I used to say with your style, your style was a unique fingerprint. And what's mm-hmm. more unique than yourself, <laughs> like, right, right? What's more of a fingerprint than who you are. And so when we focus more in on, okay, like what are the cool connection points that make you into that person you are? And when you speak to those, that's when our focus really comes into play because then you're speaking to a bunch of yous sometimes mm-hmm. or a bunch of like-minded people. And that naturally creates community and naturally creates this groundswell around you. And so that's what I have found now in finding your focus is if you keep Keep every day focusing in on what gives you joy, what lights you up. And when, when you go out there to sell, what are you going to come at it with enthusiasm when you're selling? Mm -hmm. Those are all the pieces of the puzzle that will give you so much focus and clarity. Well, and it gives you space to pivot and evolve too, because, you know, you start your business doing what you love. And especially, you know, as we're growing in motherhood with young children at home, the things that we love in our businesses might change. And we might find that we can actually serve people in such a different or in maybe even better way as we continue to evolve, kind of like what we touched on a little bit at the beginning. And so it's like, when you give yourself that foundation of you are really building your business around who you are and your life and people are understanding who you are, it gives you so much freedom to be able to really do whatever you want. You, you might lose some of the people who are following along with you, but people are, they're getting to know you. And you also Mm -hmm. just happen to have this amazing skill and value that you can give them, which I love that this is kind of the shift that the way that things are going in marketing in general, because for so long it was like, you know, be professional. Don't talk about your life, you know, only talk about your business, keep them completely separate. And as a mom, that's nearly impossible to do. So I love that you touched on that because that is, I feel like that's one of the biggest secrets in entrepreneurship and mompreneurship to be able to have all of the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I view it a lot too. Like if you think of an umbrella and you think of the top of the umbrella and you've got like your core mission message, who you are as a vibe, like let's take Joanna Gaines, for example, mm-hmm. when we think about her, you know, we think of, when we think of her, we think of home, mm-hmm. we think of cozy and, you know, having your own space. And so if we think of a top of an umbrella and that's it, anything that she does off of that 
still falls under that umbrella in that category, whether she's making paint, which makes your home more cozy and more unique to you, whether Mm -hmm. she's doing furniture or rugs, or even in her hometown, having the restaurants and all of the things that they have, it all still falls under that one bucket. And so for me, as an example, being present and productive in this time, in this space, I've done productivity and how to like work your schedule. I've done how to get refocused and re-energized in your business. Right now we're working on a retreat for connection. It's all these different things that when you look at them closely, it's like, well, you're pivoting all these different industries so quickly, but people are looking at it from the outside. They see the present and productive. And so it all Mm -hmm. makes sense. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's really, like you said, part of the key in, in finding that focus is when you're just who you are, people are going to be able to fall along. They won't get lost. Yep. Yep. And it makes it so much more fun. Like you just Mm -hmm. get to be yourself. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So simplifying of like my business is something that I started focusing on after what I like to call my great breakdown in October (laughs) of 2021. I went sometime like late in the summer, I ended up, you know, pivoting to solo host this show that had been doing for three years. And then I was pivoting my brand in so many ways. I had so many big, huge ideas. And, you know, I really was changing boss ladies and babies from just like this hobby into an actual legitimate business that was offering legitimate things to legitimate clients. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot for me to take on all of this at once because I was so excited and I was so passionate and had so many ideas. So in efforts for anyone listening to not learn this the hard way, Can you give us a few more tips on other things we can do to simplify our business besides, you know, what we've already kind of talked about just like a few more? Yeah, for sure. So the way I like to think about it is we call it a simple stacking system and it really applies to your marketing but it actually applies to all of the activities that you're doing in your business. And so when we view going out there and putting yourself out as a natural authority, we like to focus on one signature piece of content, one signature platform that you're showing up on. So Megan, you and I probably both share this in that that's our podcast. Mm -hmm. It's a longer form space. We own the space and that's where people can come and really get to know us going back to who we are as a person, our vibe, what's in alignment with us, all of those things really flourish here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But then we want to work smarter, not harder. Cause again, if we're thinking about Joanna Gaines and how do we create a world like she does, which she shows up everywhere and we totally know her, that's great. But most of us probably don't have a team like Joanna Gaines who right. can help us do all the things. So how can we work smarter and not harder and still stay focused and not lose our marbles and still be present? And so we really focus on stacking and building our authority off of that main platform. So let's say we've got our podcast, then we think about what are three other ways that we can repurpose that content and get our word, our movement, our message out there. So in my case, I have the podcast and then we focus on Instagram lives or Instagram in general, really. We'll turn the podcast into a reel. We'll put it on our stories. I'll do an Instagram live with our guest before they come on or after they've come on to keep promoting back to the podcast. Mm -hmm. And so just by doing the podcast, it creates all of the content that I ever need to do. I don't need to sit down and be like, "Eh, what should I post today? And every time I'm doing that, I always have at least a PS or a very large call to action of here's what I can do in my business to help you. So not only do you generate leads and get more eyeballs, but then you're also at the same time furthering your message 
getting people to know you. So we have Instagram for us. We use our blog as another place to put our things, um, another outward facing activity. And then collaborations is the other one we focus very heavily in on because I can take that same message that I shared on the podcast and I can go onto your podcast and Mm -hmm. share that same story and broaden my audience and my reach, but I don't have to do reinvent the wheel and do a ton of work. Mm -hmm. And so our focus when it comes to our business is knowing how we can serve and then just getting out there and only focusing on these few places that we share that message, but those places make an impact. Mm -hmm. And so throughout my day, it's this combination of who am I being and how can I find more joy and do the things that enlighten me But then how can I take like Cobra strikes and like very potent measures of action in order to reach the goals and the audience and all the things that I want to do? When you have a simple stacking system like that in place where you have one focus and then you distribute it to other areas, it makes life so much easier and it makes people know where you're at. I mean, I know you reached out to me, Megan, we had connected uh, over the fall last year. And then you reached out more recently and was like, I'm seeing you everywhere. (laughs) Like, What is going on? Let's reconnect. Yeah. And so it's that theory just put into action. Yeah. And I think that's so important to hear for people to hear us talk about this, because it does feel like when you are scrolling social media, when you are interacting with other business owners, it feels like you have to be everywhere doing all the things. And, you know, I know this goes back into that main thing you were talking about with finding your focus, but I think even just giving yourself that permission of, I don't have to do every single thing. And if I want to add more into my business, I can come back and do that later. I don't have to do that right now. And I know at least for me, that was my biggest downfall. And I think for a lot of people, that's your biggest downfall because you feel like you have to do all of these things. And so what you're talking about, I think is so important and, and so just hard to do at the same time, because we have to just let ourselves take it slow. And I feel like as moms, when we're go, go, going all the time, like that kind of mindset shifts over into our businesses as well, where we feel like we just want to do, do, do all the time. And it just ends up hurting us. So thank you so much for sharing that because I feel like that is the thing that we need to hear and, and know that it's okay, that we can just have one or two things that are the most important to us and then continue to build on top of that. Yeah, exactly. And there's two pieces that I'd love to hit there. One being the consistency. Mm -hmm. So when you are committed to one platform, so for us, our podcast, Mm -hmm. when we are committed to that and we know we are showing up for me right now, I'm on season three and I'm doing daily. So every single day, a podcast is going out. Wow. Congrats. Thanks. But we'll talk about that in a minute too, because there was a (laughs) a buildup to that, a a stacking, like you said, and and a pedal that I had to press, but it's like when you show up and you're committed to that, it's the consistency over time that makes the difference more than it is. Well, I have to do everything and I have to go and be visible because then you burn out. Mm -hmm. I could never have done daily episodes like I am now. When I first started being consistent, I would have just crashed and burned. It wouldn't have worked. Mm -hmm. So that's the other pairing though, is, is where you are at, especially as moms in your season of life can dictate how you're putting your foot on that pedal. And so for me, when it came to the podcast specifically, I started July of last year. So we're coming up on our one year mark of the podcast. And I took season one to figure out what in the world I was doing here. Season Mm -hmm. two, it was like, okay, I'm getting 
getting my footing. And then season three, I went back to focusing on not the shoulds. Most people think that this is crazy. How are you doing like daily episodes? Mm -hmm. But I went back to what do I want and what works for me? And I really wanted like a show feel. I would love to be able to just have essentially a show and talk all the time and Mm -hmm. talk with these amazing mompreneurs. So instead of holding myself back from what others would think was crazy, I leaned into what worked for me, but I also had worked that muscle for almost a year prior and my kids are older now. I started Mm -hmm. my podcast and my daughter was not even one yet. And Jack had just turned two. Um, And so now Jack is three, Sophia is one and a half. Like it's a whole different ball game. They're much more self-sufficient. I'm getting sleep throughout the night. So it's just knowing where you are in your seasons, knowing what you want. And then consistently and sustainably showing up to do that. And so whatever that means for you, if it means weekly, if it means every two weeks, if it means once a month, as long as you can keep showing up and sharing your message and your mission, that's what's going to make the impact. Yeah, I love that. And I could not agree more. And sometimes it's a slow process and that is a hundred percent. Okay. Nothing amazing happens overnight. (laughs) Exactly. Awesome. Okay. So I could talk to you all day. I'm just (laughs) obsessed with all of your nuggets of information. And just, I feel like this is so, so helpful. If we could have one piece of advice from you on how you really balance being a mom and being a mompreneur, what would that be? I'd like to go back to the, it's not what's taught. It's what's caught. Mm-hmm. because I just, I think it's so key. And that's what I have lived in my life. Seeing my mom do the things that she's done. I caught that. And it was in the moments of her just doing and being. And so for all of you mompreneurs out there, just remember, like, however you're showing up, if you're excited and lit up about your work, like your kids are going to be affected by that. And if you're super stressed and you're rushing through things, like the kids are going to be affected by that too. Um, this morning, as an example, I was, I had a solo parent all week and I wasn't expecting it and I was just exhausted and needed a break, but I still felt like I had to take the kids to school. Mm-hmm. And so I rushed this morning and it was just off and I didn't slow down and just enjoy life. I was mm-hmm. rushing through my day, which is really rushing through my life and the kids were affected by it mm-hmm. and they didn't have the best drop off. They were upset and I know they'll be fine. And it's not a mom guilt thing, but if I would have instead either said, Hey honey, I need you to take the kids. I need to take this time for myself. They would have seen that. Right. Or if I just would have taken the whole morning to do our normal routine and, and gone that way. And I would have not been stressed trying to run and get them out the door and I would have been slow, they would have seen that too. And Mm -hmm. so just remembering in every moment, like this is your life. We don't need to race through anything. Everything that you want is coming to you. Just take it slow, enjoy, enjoy the moments. Um, But also know in every moment, how are you feeling and showing up and how can you fill your cup back up? Because that's what your kids are going to see. And that's what they'll model too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I feel like I needed to hear that this week too. So thank you for that. But yeah, it's, it's so incredible. Like when you sit back and pay attention to how much they're soaking in, like we obviously all know that. And we're like, yeah, our kids are seeing everything. They're soaking everything in. But then there's certain moments in the day where you like see them showing like the response of what they've soaked in. And that can either be, you know, the rushing and, you know, the stress, or it can be the really positive things. Like there is no better feeling to me than when I hear my daughter talking about her podcast, or I'm also a real estate agent. And I hear her talking about her listing that she has coming on the market, or, you know, just these things that I don't even actively realize all the time that she is 
she's catching, she's catching mm-hmm. all of these things of me doing something that is so important to me. And it's, it's so incredible to watch that. And it's a reminder, even in the hard times that, you know, you're making the right decision. And I, I love it so much. Yeah. I mean, you're giving her such a gift and just being able to have the awareness for all of us too, in knowing that like, again, it's back to the being and not so much the doing and Mm -hmm. they're going to see it all and it's going to impact them in just such a positive way, even on the days when it's hard and we're just trying our best and it's not maybe the best that we had yesterday. It's still such an opportunity because we're there, you know, Mm -hmm. we're we're there Mm -hmm. for it and they're seeing that and they have a totally different mindset because of it, which is amazing. They see the possibilities and, and nothing is uh, off limits, which I think is just such a gift. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge and insight with us. I love everything you stand for. And I think it's so important and incredible what you're doing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're so sweet. I'm so honored to be here and chatting about it. I love it. (laughs) Yes. So I'm not going to let you go without my favorite segment of the show, which is our hot mess moment. And so this is an opportunity for you to share a time where you have been a total hot mess. Oh, I have a good one. I have, and I've only ever told this story one other time, the first episode of my podcast. So yes, because it is so, so hot mess. Um, so it was actually in my old business and I did a lot of live TV with that business. I had a mobile boutique. And so I would do a lot of styling segments on our, on our TV channels. And I was newly, newly pregnant with our son. Like, I mean, he, I must've been like five weeks pregnant or something. And I was rushing to try to like get the outfits that I needed to bring into the studio. And I'm in my truck and I'm like, Ooh, I have to go to the bathroom. Huh? Okay. Well, I just got to get the clothes real quick and trying to get the clothes. And then I'm like, Oh, I, I have to go. Okay. And so I just grabbing stuff and I'm trying to run into the building being a pregnant mom. These kids, just the second you're pregnant are like, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Did not make it to the bathroom. And I had to go on live TV in about five minutes. And I was like, Uh, what am I going to do? What is happening? So I'm in the bathroom, like cleaning off my pants, trying to get clean, hoping to God that like, I, nobody notices when I get on TV. Luckily, I think I had Navy pants on and I showed up and I did the segment and I called my mom and I was like, you cannot believe what this child, you know, we didn't know boy or girl, what this child has done to me. I just was on live TV and here I am and had an accident, just like I will for soon have to deal with my kids in the future. But here I am on live TV, just smiling. And so I've got to find that footage again to be like to know what was really happening in that. Yeah. So you couldn't tell on TV? Nope. No, oh, nobody oh, knew. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah. The kids, they just get you right oh at the gosh. beginning. Even. Oh my uh-huh. gosh. That's going to be the best story to tell your son when he's older too. <laughs> just like, yeah. you know what you did to me? <laughs> yeah. You were, you were not even that old and you already were playing jokes on me. And he's such like a goofy kid. And he thinks all that kind of, he's a boy, obviously it's like, he like thinks all that stuff is so yeah. funny, yeah. Like all bathroom talk and all that. So one day I will tell him and he will think it is hysterical, but I'll also be like, I'm going to get you back sometime. Yeah, seriously. Oh my gosh. Well, way to hold it together. I feel like that would be really challenging to be like, okay, I'm still doing this. Here we go. (laughs) Luckily it was not my first time on TV. So I was like, I knew what I was doing. If it was my first time, I would have been like, oh my gosh, this is a nightmare. Oh my goodness. That is so funny. Yeah. That couldn't have been more hot mess than that. (laughs) Yeah. Literally. (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing that. That's so funny. All right. Well, before we let you go, please tell everybody where they can find you, how they can connect with you more, how they can support you and anything you have coming up in your business. 
Yeah, for sure. So anybody listening, if you want to come say hi on Instagram, I'm at mompreneur guide. I love to hang out there. I love to send you an audio message and get to learn more about you and the work that you're doing and all of the things. Um, I also have the podcast mompreneur guide. So if you want to tune in there, you can hear me and we have coming up a retreat where mompreneurs can come and connect connect more with themselves, connect with each other and learn how to become an authority in their space and connect with their community. So you can head to uh, I'm, our page. I'm sure we'll have it in the show notes and you can see when our next retreat is. We have one in my hometown and then one in Florida. So it is going to be a blast. Oh my gosh. That retreat sounds amazing. Congratulations. That's awesome. I'm so, so excited for it. We're going to have such a blast. I just came back from a retreat and it was life-changing, life-changing. And so I cannot wait to provide the same experience for more mompreneurs. How awesome. Okay. Well, make sure you go check Megan out, check out all of these things, check out her podcast, her retreat, everything that's coming up. And thank you so, so much again for joining us. This was so fun. Such a great conversation. And until next time you've got this mamas stay bossy. So like I said, this program is formatted to be a five week program, but I have lots of different options because like I said at the beginning of this episode, it's really important to me that I'm able to offer a variety of options for women in any place of their business in their life. And so everything that I'll be offering from here on out is going to be on a tiered level and it's really going to be helpful for what you need. Maybe social media is something that you already feel really good about, but you could use just a a little bit extra help. Or maybe you're looking for weekly accountability where you can meet with a group of other women to discuss their experiences, their takeaways, and really grow with all of that support. I have options for you no matter what you're looking for, and I want to just quickly go over them so that you kind of know what to expect. So this program, ideally in the full capacity, is going to be a five-week group program where you'll get training videos from me each week with worksheets, and then we will meet as a group to discuss the content and do some kind of in-the-moment coaching. Now, that is going to be tier number three. That's going to be the full version of the program. Tier number two is going to be if you are still looking for that one-on-one kind of training, but you're not really needing that accountability of a group. This is going to be where you will receive the video content with the coaching from the video, as well as the worksheets. No in-person coaching, no in-person training, just through the video. And then tier one is if you're just kind of needing a little extra push with social media. This is going to be just the bundle of worksheets and there'll be all the worksheets that go along with the program but offered to you without the video or the group or accountability. So basically have an option for anybody dependent on where you are in your business or where you are in your needs for your social media growth. And I'm really excited to be able to offer all of these options. So I'm doing an exclusive for the sneak peek here. So if you're listening to this podcast and this is really resonating with you, I am offering $50 off the first full program experience. I am offering $25 off the video and worksheet experience or $10 off the worksheet only bundle. So just email me, Megan at bossladiesandbabies.com. 
send me the word social media or a quick little message about what you're most excited to learn. And I'll make sure that not only are you first to sign up, but you get that exclusive discount. So I'm super excited for this. I hope you're as excited as me. I know this is a little different than what we usually do around here, but I needed to get this program out. I needed to get the word out. I wanted you to hear it first. So I hope you are super pumped up. If you can't tell, I am so pumped up. Next week, We'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming, but for this week, I just had to spill the beans because I'm so excited. Make sure you're hanging around on social media as I am continuing to share what this program has to offer. Get on my close friends list if you're not already because I'm going to be doing behind the scenes, more exclusive stuff there. And until next week, you've got this, mama. Stay bossy.